Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee caskets and cocktails will be the last ones to let you down. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy. And I'm Daniel Faulkner, the prodigal son. I emerged from the forest. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Caskets and Cocktails. Welcome, everybody. And clearly, we have an extremely special guest. What's up, dudes? So, <laughs> this is my brother and Mr. Danny's son, Daniel. Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. Nice to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we have some awesome stories today, and it's really going to include some memories from you, right, Dee? Yeah, I figured we could take a walk down memory lane today. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, before we get started, one thing I do want to say is we were just talking right before this, and... Um, Daniel was telling me about how one of his co-workers is a listener, and um, she had texted him and basically asked why I have such a thick accent, and Daniel doesn't. I've, and I still am uh, perplexed by this because I'm pretty sure everybody listening is like, whatever, he totally does, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what happened, Daddy? She was raised right. That's right. And I think you take after your mother. Oh, uh, well, that's why I'm the prodigal son. I've been, <laughs> I've been away finding myself. And now... <laughs> yeah, she, he found himself. In and South Georgia. And a wife. Yeah. And two kids. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. keeps finding things. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, welcome to the Caskets and Cocktails party. We Thanks, are so dudes. excited to have whoop, you. Whoop, whoop. So, um, we get a lot of questions, right, Daddy, about kind of our family life and our dynamic and how we work, how we're involved in the industry, that sort of thing. So, I myself took a different path other than death care, and um, so did you, Dee, right? I did. I did indeed. So, we don't work in death care, but we have so many stories and so many memories from it. Yeah, we do. Um, I... What's something that really kind of stands out? Do you have like a, a specific memory that kind of hangs out? So when I was a kid, I don't know, uh, 12, 13 years old, maybe, what was I, 10? Yeah, 10. 10, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was me, you, and granddaddy, and we all sat around for maybe about a week and built a really cool soapbox derby car. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Remember that. That's cool. And it had a handbrake on it, and so the Wait, handbrake. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Are you are you talking about one that you like sit in? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a big that. is a big wooden like box. I feel like I have not even been part of our lives. <laughs> Why do I feel like every story is like blows my mind? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a big wooden box with in the handbrake. Like I know you're thinking like there was something to stop the wheels, but it wasn't. It was just a stick that I sort of pulled, <laughs> and the stick drugged the ground. So. And if you think back, the big wooden box was very similar to a casket. Yeah, well, that's why it was so easily built by y'all. 
So, uh, anyways, yeah. So we built that. We worked on that for like a good week and a half, and then um, you took it up to the to the cemetery, and there was this huge hill in the cemetery. And oh my gosh! I, I remember, is that where, um, like, our grandparents are buried? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right where uh, okay. Mamu's buried on that big hill. Mamu's our grandmother, by the way. And uh, so, anyways, we would start on the big hill, and I mean, it was. Deep, so I'd get going. That and, hill is intense. Yeah, and there'd be people getting buried right next to us <laughs> while I'd be like screaming down this hill. Woo! I thought that I thought that would be a character. Oh my god! <laughs> and this was before the day of helmets, correct? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, only helmets. sissies yeah. wear helmets. Only yeah. sissies wear helmets. Yeah. Sissies in my clients. So FYI, yeah, I have um, a little boy who's doing Boy Scouts and Soapbox Derby is like this tiny little car that you carve out of wood these days and then you shoot it down a hill it does not involve bodily harm yeah we, whatsoever we put humans in these <laughs> <laughs> and we went real fast yeah. in a cemetery yeah sure yeah he had to build clientele so. <laughs> With his own child. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I'm flying down this hill with a little handbrake, trying to drag it on the ground, trying to stop screaming because I'm careening straight for the uh, for the office oh building God. right in front. I mean, it's coming up fast, but luckily, thank God, there was a there's a flat spot where I sort of planed out. <laughs> yeah, but you're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah, not yeah. that much worse for the wear. No, only a little bit of arthritis and all the joints that I broke. But I'm <laughs> oh my goodness so that is an incredible memory and um i sort of feel like i have no idea that that ever happened i don't see how in the world <laughs> <laughs> we had to really talk you into it <laughs> and i kept saying dad are you sure this is a good idea? And it would go, yeah, it's good for him. Good for him. <laughs> so basically we have a, 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 a genetic line of bad decision makers. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't I, worry, it's all right. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. I love it. I'm glad that I married someone a little bit more with a, a stable head. I know he's he's the one, if I do something, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is totally normal. So I guess I see now. Well, what a, one of the things that I think also stands out in Daniel's mind is that our head groundsman, Ed, uh-huh. who was a, quite an outdoorsman, Yeah, he, had, he carried a rifle with him he was in awesome. his truck and all this stuff. He was quite a hunter and all this sort of thing. And he had a little chihuahua, a small chihuahua. A beast <laughs> and, of a dog. Oh, and the, this was a great big man. Uh-huh. And he was quite an outdoorsman and he always... His, he brought his dog to work every day, uh-huh. and uh, he called it a bear dog because <laughs> it was barely a dog. Oh, that's but, cute. Uh, <laughs> Daniel and I would go down to this, they called it a river, and we'd go down, and it was like a creek, and we'd mm-hmm. fish. And uh, Who was they? Was it like? The people would, I mean, people called it a, a, a river. river. Okay, okay. Chickamauga River. Okay, okay. And uh, it was really a creek. Okay. And uh, so Daniel looked at me. He said, Daddy, Daddy, look at there's a snake. And we looked, and there was a big, huge copper. <gasps> yeah, it was a big one. Oh, my goodness. And he had, he had gotten a frog. 
by the back end. Stop it. And he saw us and we saw him. Uh And he was more scared of us than we were of him. Oh, my God. And uh, he he kept diving down. But the frog would puff up with air, and it'd pop him <laughs> back him up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd the pop frog's him back like, up. not today. Not today, <laughs> and, Copperhead. And I remember that. I remember him popping Daddy back was up. Going, that was crazy. He was saying, well, what do we do? What do we do? I said, go run, get Ed right now. Tell him to bring his rifle. Uh-huh. And so he did, and Ed came running down there with the rifle. And the frog, the frog was there, the snake was there, and they kept bobbing up and down. <gasps> And Daniel looked at Ed, and Daniel said, shoot him. <gasps> well, Ed got his gun, and he was, I'll get, he was probably 20 yards away. Uh-huh. He was further, he was at the top of the hill. He was a long way away. Yeah. And he shot that rifle just as the frog and the snake popped Stop out of the water. Stop it. It went through the frog. And through the snake's head. Oh. It was a perfect shot. It was perfect. Perfect. It couldn't have been any better. Now, we don't, we, we have talked about how we love good snakes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Copperheads are not one of them. Yes. No, that's going to, that's going to kill somebody. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for all those animal lovers out there, we do love animals and we love snakes too, oh, yeah. but we do not love copperheads. You should, you should oh. see my son. He, he carries around three or four lizards at a time. <laughs> <laughs> We're an animal-loving family, but yeah. oh my goodness, I cannot believe that shot. Well, was he a sniper or something in his back in the day? He or did he just show it, up without much of a resume? He didn't talk <laughs> much about his past. Yeah. And I didn't ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Anybody that can shoot like that, you don't question them much. <laughs> but to tell you, he took the snake, he went out and got the snake, he skinned it, mm-hmm. cured the snake, cured the s- snake skin, uh-huh. and Daniel. I still have it. Twenty five years later, still Ooh. has that snake skin. Sorry, I stole wow. your ending. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's okay. Your si- new your to sis- this. Your yeah. sister, He's new to this, right? <laughs> your sister normally does. Yeah, there you go. Well, so uh, speaking of the uh, bear dog, uh, I know a guy who uses his. Uh, Chihuahua and puts it in a cage to go uh, alligator hunting, and he'll put it in the cage. Get the alligator, get the dog barking, and the alligators will come to eat oh, the dog. Wow! <laughs> he'll catch the alligators that way. We went in a little bit of different crowds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's South Georgia versus North. Georgia. I did. Yeah, I did tell yeah. you I came out of the woods. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. I just love both of those memories. I think those are just awesome. I tell you what, I am always amazed at kind of when we get together as a family, what we reminisce about and what we talk about. And I know a lot of folks at home, they email us all the time and kind of want to know about what our family life was like. And um, I jokingly say, like, we grew up, literally, we grew up in the cemetery. I know that you and I both have mm-hmm. slung weed eaters in the cemetery. Oh, yeah. We've uh, mowed and done all sorts of stuff. Like, where so, did you learn how to shoot guns? That's what in I was the about cemetery. To say. Yeah. <laughs> On the same note, yeah. yeah. We, we, Dad got us a, our first 410 shotgun, and then the Walther PPK, because it was the same gun that... Uh, James Bond shot, so he wanted to get that. So we 
learned how to shoot the uh, the pistol and the shotgun in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And Katie was actually a better shotgun shot than <laughs> any of us were. She was. She was. <laughs> I remember. And I thought I was such a and big deal. And don't worry, I still am. Because yeah. <laughs> we put am, we guys. put the uh, the milk jug filled it up with water a ways away, and Katie was still blasting it away. <laughs> So uh, this is just like a sneak peek into some of our family life. And we are so (coughs) blessed and lucky to have such an amazing family. And thank you, Daniel, for being here today. Well, thanks for having me. I hope that you'll come back on. Yeah, I definitely will. I feel like sometimes we have to um, wrestle our family members. I know when we had our first special guest, Miss Jeannie. Yes. She was not excited about coming on. Well, don't you know? She loves being, she loves listening to the show, but it's kind (laughs) of... Hard. But don't you know all of the people out there that are listening to us saying, damn, what a weird family. I know, right? <laughs> right? It's like a weirder Kardashian family. <laughs> That's how I picture it. With our cl- with the clothes on. Yeah, and that. a whole lot more broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we're weird Kardashians that wear clothes. Yeah. And, uh, and aren't billionaires. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yet, yeah, yet. yeah, we're yet. on our way. Yeah, we're on our way. <laughs> we actually, to to be more specific, we have earned so much money mm-hmm. doing this that we were able to pay for a website. Yes. So we have a new website. Absolutely. If you have not checked it out, be sure to go out there. It is www.caskettsandcocktails.com, and it's awesome you can see our latest instagram feed our latest twitter feed you can um listen to the latest episode as well and see all of the amazing platforms that our podcast is at um and also you'll get to see some great information about how you can donate to the show i don't think we're going to become billionaires off of this i hate to break it to to this claim but i had already ordered a rolls royce oh we're gonna have to get a lot more (laughs) patreon donations but there is a spot where you can donate to help support the show and we just do stuff like get a website buy stickers you know just really fun stuff to help support the show but you guys also what supports the show is killer trace so if you guys hang on for just a second we have a lot more really fun uh stuff to talk about in just a minute Welcome back. We are. We have Daniel with us still. Yay! What's up, dudes? We thought he was going to run away, but he didn't. I did not. Um, we also have an awesome listener question from Ronnie in California. Really? And he or she, I'm not sure which, uh-huh. they would like to know, have you ever buried multiple bodies in a casket? Uh-huh. So, um... I think they're referencing like kind of like notebook style. Still We've don't all, know what that is. What is notebook style? The notebook. It's the it's, no. It's like the most romantic movie in the world. It's about a husband whose wife has Nicholas Alzheimer. It is go. a Nicholas Sparks right, book. Right, there we go. Yeah. So right. the husband and wife die at the same time. Long story short. Oh. I I mean it is it's like a car wreck or something. It basically you. 
are going to hysterically cry through the whole movie. Sounds beautiful. However, <laughs> I, they, they like both died at the same time. Yeah. And would they have been buried in the same casket? No, Does that happen? No. Stop it. You just broke my heart. Because oh, listen, hold oh, on. In the movie, yeah. like she dies in uh-huh. the hospital bed and he like snugs up next oh. to her and then he just dies. Oh, yeah. wow. All oh. snugged up. How, how does he die? I don't, you don't want to know. I mean, he just does like he? closes his eyes and he dies. But I've, I've always thought yeah. That like they just lifted them both up and just put them both in a casket. And I think Ronnie might have to. Like well, Ronnie is mistaken. And I guess I am too. Yes, and probably yeah. everyone who's ever watched The Notebook. Yeah, is also mistaken. Okay. Okay. This is this is the way this works. All right. Everybody gets their own casket. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like. Uh, uh, just one per customer, okay? And uh, it's, uh, uh, now what happens is when, there, when there's an unfortunate event where there's a mother and a child yeah. uh, die at the same time, then yes, quite often they're buried together. In the same casket. In the same casket. Oh, okay. goodness. So it isn't unheard of. It's not unheard of. It's kind of specific. Yeah. Uh, if if a mother and a child Oof. die at the same time, Gosh, often they're awful. buried together. Oof. Is it more In like a space casket. thing? No, it's more of a like sentiment a, thing. Yeah. But it's like if sentiment. you die notebook style, it's not going to happen. No. Is that uh, because the caskets aren't big enough? Well, I mean, the, the caskets aren't built for two. Okay, they're not like a car seat. Okay. Uh, but what happens is a lot of times, and we get this all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, little old lady says, mm-hmm. comes in to prearrange, mm-hmm. and she says, Now, when I die, I've got a dog named Sydney. Oh, uh, yeah. And I mm-hmm. want Sydney to be put to sleep and cremated. What? And Hold on. Now, can you not see that dog going, what like the if, hell? if you had a healthy dog, you'd be like, hey, if I'm done, you're done? <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're saying? It happens all the time. That and is... And they say, the dog's going like, what the hell? I didn't even like that old woman. This is Redfern gross Don't be doing this. Don't I, be doing I, I just want to know why Daniel was just pointing to himself. Uh, because earlier I told you about the, the horses. Oh. <laughs> they were shooting horses and getting buried with their horses. Okay. And you acted like I was a moron. Yeah, that was weird, I thought. <laughs> and people request that all the time. I have never, ever had a request. From a little old lady that says, now when I die, if my husband's not dead, I want you to put his ass to sleep and put him in the same casket with me. I mean, everybody realizes that the notebook is a work of fiction. However, it's it's like so sweet. And if you've been married to somebody for like a hundred years, you're like, yeah. oh, if they die, I want to die too. But I don't think that's really what happens. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't happen that way <laughs> in real life. 
No. Just FYI, Miss Jeannie is sitting here and she's saying, eh, eh, ain't gonna happen. She does not want to be put to sleep if Mr. Danny goes down. No, uh, so she's giving the fact, big X on that. As a matter of fact, that's why I want a third opinion before she pulls the plug. <laughs> yeah, they say, but, but ma'am. He only has a, an abrasion on his skull. I don't care. Pull the plug. Oh, my gosh. So it is possible that multiple people are buried in the same casket, but it doesn't happen often, and it is just under special circumstances. Correct. Now, that is not to say that uh, people aren't buried in the same grave. Okay. Okay? Because we have what's called double depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even have triple depth. Uh, to where people will be buried on top of one another, mm-hmm. but not in the same casket, not in the same vault. Wait, is that like a thing? Yeah. To be like stacked on top of each other? Yeah, happens all the Do time. Do you get a discount? Mafia style. Well, <laughs> kind of mafia style, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it is more affordable, yes. And that's why it's done, because you're only buying one space. And then you're buying two vaults underneath. Do you put, like, the heavier person on the bottom? How does that work? Do you think they'll settle? I don't know. (laughs) I did. It's in a casket. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this works. It's uh, whoever dies first, you know I mean? Yeah. It's it's like winning a foot race. Whoever dies first gets the best place. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, um, so, Ronnie... I hope that answered your question. So apparently it can happen. And you know what? If you're not in the same casting, don't lose hope because you potentially can be in the same grave as yeah, your loved one. Yeah, they could possibly you smother know? you for the rest yeah. of eternity. <laughs> Double <laughs> or triple the depth, apparently. Yeah, a lot of people choose cremation <laughs> yeah. as, as an alternative mm-hmm. to a traditional uh, funeral. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times... Couples will want the cremains commingled with one another, mm-hmm. and then the commingled cremains buried. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I mean, if you think about the space required to right. do that, it's it's more uh, uh, possible than two people in a casket. Yeah, I get that. If and I, then, you know, I've always called dibs on dad for years because we've talked about turning them into diamonds, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be bigger than mom. Well, that's unfair. I don't <laughs> have any, any say in this. <laughs> but I was thinking, if I'm commingling ashes, why wouldn't I, I just stop at, like, just the two of us? Keep on bringing it in, you know? <laughs> Bring in everybody. Like, if we're like, already, it's a party? Yeah, if we're already starting the commingling process, let's just bring in everybody. Oh. I mean, Ooh, so that's I how it goes. I think you're taking it like a sexual thing. I'm not admitting <laughs> no, it that way. No, I'm not. I was not. That was weird. You said it weird. <laughs> okay, can we go on? Yes. Okay. And speaking of um, sexual things and also oh, the notebook, <laughs> we have an amazing question from a podcast called Boobies and Newbies. Boobies? And newbies. That's right. That's, that's right. Fantastic. And you know what, guys? I've got to start listening to Usually this. Usually we play our um, 
<laughs> our previews at the very end, but we are going to play it for you guys now because I'm hosting it with my dad and my brother, and apparently they thought, hey, this is the week to make it the most uncomfortable for Katie. So, <laughs> so let's listen to a podcast so we're going to listen to a podcast about boobies and newbies with my dad and my brother. So hang on for just a moment. Hey everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares uh, about up against the wall by the fruit <laughs> trees? Like, where's the dragon? Inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with navy seals. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. Good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Boobies Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. You can also support Boobies and Newbies on Patreon.com for lots of bonus booby content and early episode releases. Um, so I sort of hate my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't awkward, was it? Yeah, it was super awkward, but I do like romantic books. I don't know if, I mean, I think I've read like probably two out of the three or four they mentioned. So, um, guilty as charged. I do look I like a good romance and I like their podcast too. Boobies and newbies. Uh-huh. So check it out. I'm sure you guys are going to rush out and download it. Oh, 100%. I am for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm sure that's going to happen. The new mo- <laughs> I don't need to know. I don't need to know any details, but, um, it's a great podcast and they had a great question. Yeah. They wanted to, know they heard that a lot of graves face the east is that true and if so why i've never heard that have you daniel i no i don't know why okay i'll tell you why uh memorial parks came into vogue during the victorians era around the turn of the 20th century and uh they started designing memorial parks to where people would be buried facing east. Mm -hmm. And that's because in the Bible it says when Christ returns, he will return as the rising sun. Oh, that makes sense. Which the sun rises from the east. I never even thought about that. I never either. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've heard that, but I never really thought about it. Yeah, I... Note to self in my future will. Yeah, well, I'm totally doing that. I'll be like, what's up, Jesus? Here I am. I'm already. Well, I'm they even buried me in the right direction, man. When Christ returns, the dead will rise from the grave. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when they rise from the grave, they will be facing Jesus if they're buried facing the east. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, that was at the turn of the 20th century. Right. Over the years, as, as properties were developed, mm-hmm. depending on the topography and the size and all of that sort of thing, they had to have some facing east, some facing west, some facing north, some facing south. Yeah. And here it is over 100 years later, mm-hmm. and I still have people ask me, 
Well, now am I facing east? Uh huh. And my answer is always the same every time. If God can raise you from the dead, He can turn you around. <laughs> so, That's pretty true. And, <laughs> hashtag true. <laughs> and so, you know, it's the same thing with cremation. People will say, well, I don't want to be cremated because when God comes back, I won't be able to raise from the dead. Well, it, if, if the Son of God can return from heaven, uh-huh. He can automatically put you back together. Yeah. It's nothing to worry about. These are all things I have never even contemplated. I, I honestly, it just blows my mind that that even was thought about. But people are really, really concerned about it. But the last yeah. thing that I care about after I'm dead is what way I'm buried. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, with you. I'm already dead. Yeah, apparently we did not pay attention in Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like we should know more about this. Those ties were way too tight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, you know, on our podcast, we talk about all sorts of different religions. Um, we happen to be Christian, but we have a great respect for lots of other religions. And it's so interesting to see how every single different religion has has a different kind of um, just background and and thought behind it. Well, and so that is so cool. Being a Christian, I never would have ever thought about that. And that's super interesting considering I feel our like entire, I'm lacking. Yeah, our entire <laughs> school life. We went to Catholic or Christian school. We went to church like every single day and i had no clue about this well you know they, i was fortunate enough to run cemeteries in new york mm-hmm. uh, state and uh, we had all five different jewish cemeteries mm-hmm. which they have different cultural uh processes but in one cemetery i had jews muslims uh chinese hindus Mm-hmm. Uh, Buddhists uh, and every culture is different mm-hmm. the way they uh, do their send-offs if mm-hmm. you will uh, and it's really interesting that seems like a whole new episode yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true that's true yeah. but it's from burning money mm-hmm. to uh, not allowing women there Clearly, he hasn't been listening. (laughs) (laughs) Not allowing women there. And when they open the hearse and all the men grab the casket and it goes up and down and around. They're all screaming and yelling and you're thinking, oh, hell, they're fixing to drop him. And they they never drop him. Yeah. But it scares the hell out of you. Yeah. (laughs) And they all have a great time. Yeah. Juggling a Fabergé egg. Yeah. And they enjoy it. They enjoy it. It's great. And then they're all patting each other on the back afterwards. So everybody's different. Well, boobies and newbies, we... I don't know if I appreciate the um, intro because I feel super weird doing it with my dad and my brother. But it was such a good question. And I do like your podcast. It's really good. Send (laughs) pictures. Oh, my God. Well, guys, on that 
note, I just want to do a quick reminder. Be sure to follow us on social media at Caskets and Cocktails. Our Instagram page is going to have pictures with us and Daniel. Yay! All right. Yay. Everybody's going to be like, that family is so cute. Uh, are they gonna say it like that probably not not only in california (laughs) yeah (laughs) but one one thing that they need to understand why they need to listen to us Mm -hmm. is because we'll we'll be be the the last last ones ones to let let you down. down